live from New York. It's the show that is recapping the First Things First Bowl. It's First Things First today. Oh, a classic Category 2. Eventually right. Chiefs <laughs> headed back to the Super Bowl. Meanwhile, the two-time MVP and Chris Broussard falls flat. <laughs> what does this mean for Lamar and the Lamar. future of the Ravens? And finally, after his second playoff comeback in two weeks, has Brock Purdy made a believer out of honestly everyone? That's a W for you. I always was a believer. I needed this. Brock came through for that. That's right. I Iowa needed it badly. Came, I was in, in, came into the I was in bad Alongside Chris Bassard, I'm Kevin Wilds. Nick, how are you feeling today? Everyone's going to find out in just a minute. Excited. I can, I can take it. You guys bouncing off the wall. I mean, listen. All day. It's sit a Super back Bowl preview, which means it's a Chiefs show. Called me That's swearing. just what it is. Oh, yeah, of course I did. FaceTime me Fa- last yeah. night. Yeah, that happened too. <laughs> I yelled at one of your children. <laughs> we start with the inevitable. Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs oh. are headed back to the Super Bowl for the fourth time in five years. Mahomes oh. completes 77% of his passes against what Brew told me was the league's best defense. Well, and he summons vintage jobs not done Kobe energy afterwards. Take a listen. You don't take it for granted either. Um, you never know how many you're going to get to, um, if you're, or if you're going to get to any. Um, and so, it truly is special. Um, just to do it with these guys after what we've been through all season long, the guys coming together, um, it really is special. But uh, I, I told them, I mean, the job's not done. I mean, our job now is to prepare ourselves to play a good football team in the Super Bowl and try to get that ring. Okay. Nick, was there ever a doubt? <laughs> was there ever a doubt? <laughs> Brew, what'd they do? Because this game wasn't in Kansas City. Nah. This game was wasn't. in Baltimore. I'll they let you, I'll let they, you they went to the bank. Mm-hmm. They broke into their house. <laughs> they found their favorite robe. Oh. They found their favorite slippers. They sat in their lazy boy. And, Brew, what did they then make themselves? I, I actually have an answer for that. What did they make themselves? Well, they told the Ravens, we don't want your stinking ham sandwich. Oh. Make us some sloppy joes. Well, you know That's what? what they told okay. Uh, well, but disagree. Instead, <laughs> if we joke. could, they said, make us the biggest and best sandwich you got you've ever sandwich? seen. Oh, I've got I mean, a sandwich fitting the evening. Wait, what? Because that's what they did, Brew. And while the sandwich bit is yours, Great thank sandwich. you, everyone. And there's oh, a nice large why soda did I pop. I never have a sandwich. And that's a Because it was never. Befitting like the moment. And, but while you asked me, yes. was there a doubt? How could there be a doubt when I gave you the exact recipe on Friday? He did. And now did. I blew the score. I said 19-13. I was way off. It was 17-10. Four Lamar sacks. How many times did he sack through? Four times. Three Mahomes throws. We'll get to that in a moment. Two back-breaking Mahomes scrambles. He actually had three. One defensive pass interference on scene. I missed that. Instead, it was one egregious holding call that took away a touchdown. And, of course, zero Patrick Mahomes turnovers. If we can show you those three big Mahomes throws to start the game, the greatest quarterback ever to the greatest tight end ever for the greatest playoff connection ever, bam. Later in the game, third and five, critical play. It's Patrick Mahomes saying, Lamar, this is what you try to be, but I actually am. And then, to ice the game, for the much maligned MBS, who Chris Broussard had kicked out of the league, Patrick Mahomes believed it. (laughs) It, And so that's the Mahomes piece of it. Then there is the defensive masterclass, where this defense that I told you was underrated, this defense that I told you that was doing what the Ravens were doing without forcing turnovers. But what if they start forcing turnovers? They made the MVP look pedestrian. So the actual MVP could keep adding to his resume, which at this point is impossible to believe, so I just have to keep showing it to you. Patrick Mahomes, postseason, all-time ranks, first in everything. Despite that, though, Brew, he has had one bad postseason moment, the second half against Cincinnati. Since then, what has since Patrick Mahomes one postseason mistake? Well, he hasn't turned the ball over. That's an all-time record. They haven't lost. That's pretty good. And he has done it as an underdog, injured, and on the road. And then, last but not least, there was finally, thankfully, in the nick of time, 
some Ravens bulletin board material. Uh. Courtesy, if I can quote, misquote Peyton Manning, their idiot kicker, Justin Tucker, who once upon a time was known for being the greatest kicker ever. Now he's known for this. These silly hijinks right before the game poking Mahomes and Kelsey, which then led to the greatest game of Kelsey's career and a perfect Mahomes playoff game. So for the first of many, if we could, please, drop the damn banner. Hey, Justin Tucker, oh. practice somewhere else. <laughs> you got 100 by 52 yards. Go find somewhere else to practice, not where Mahomes is warming up. So, no, from that moment, Brew, there was no doubt. Is that, that it? That, I, I'm waiting for more banners. You know what? More banners might be coming. I guess we'll see. I, I got to say something I don't think Waz I've ever said on this show. And this is hard because I've never said it. Nick, you were right. Yeah. <laughs> never. I don't know how many shows I've been on. It's no, been a lot. Been a hundreds. But the Chiefs are incredible. Yeah, we told you this. I know, but <laughs> I want to look. I can sit here and praise the Chiefs. You, you did a good job. I got to say something about the Ravens. Please. The Chiefs showed championship medal and composure, and the Ravens self-imploded. I'm not taking anything from the Chiefs. The Chiefs mm-hmm. beat them fair and square. The Ravens self-imploded. The most, one of the, the most impressive thing the Chiefs may have done was they shook the Ravens. Yeah. And they, the Ra- the they made the Ravens forget who they were. Mm-hmm. They lost their identity. After Mahomes moved down the field with those two first possessions to score, the Ravens start saying, oh, we can't stop him. Even though our defense is number one, even though it was historic, we can't stop him, so we're going to have to win a shootout. So we're not running the ball anymore. Seemed odd. They led the league in rushes, 32 carry rushes a game. They rushed 16 times yesterday, and a lot of those were scrambles. Gus Edwards had a nice 15-yard gain in the first quarter, doesn't touch the ball the rest of the first half on a rush. All right, so they forgot who they were, and I'll give the, the, the Chiefs and Mahomes mystique credit for that because even though the Ravens' defense buckled down and started playing well, they still were like we, – they panicked. We got to score. We got to throw the football. We can't run. And then the second thing was, like I said, the Chiefs showed championship character. And I hate to say it because I, I, I didn't just pick the Ravens. I like the Ravens. And you've been rolling with them all year. They look like some bullies. And what I mean by that is they bullied everybody. They bullied, they bullied the two teams that played after them, mm-hmm. the, Lion, the, the Lions and the Niners. Yep. Once they realized we can't bully or we can't, we, we're, not gonna, we're not beating this team on the field. In fact, we're getting bullied. They said, all right, if we can't get them on the field, let's get them through dirty pool. Right? right? So then you see they had five 15-yard penalties. You got the one where on the one possession when the Chiefs got the field goal at the end of the first half, you had two 15-yard penalties. Kyle Van Noy headbutts Travis Kelsey. Yep. Then, then uh, Jones, you know, close lines Mahomes. The, the, that was a 52-yard field goal. I'm not sure the Chiefs get that without the 30 yards you gave them in penalties. Yep, yeah. And then I got to say this. Because that what those reminded me of was Mike Tyson fighting Evander Holyfield, realizing he's not afraid of me. He's not intimidated. I might not beat him, so he bit his ear. And that's what the Ravens resorted to, I hate to say. Last thing I got to say, biting. Zay Flowers, who is a wonderful player. Yeah. You want to revisit that Zay. Rice Zay Flowers conversation? I'm ready for it. I think Zay is better personally, but Zay, you catch a 54-yard pass, get to the 10-yard line of the Chiefs. What in the world are you taunting about? You're down 10 points. You've been getting beat up the whole game. You're taunting? What that I don't think. I think if he doesn't taunt and they stay at the 10, I think they score before the end of the third quarter. Now you're going into the fourth quarter, down three. It might be a different game. But Zay blew. So yeah. they really, the yeah. Chiefs, I'm not going to say they beat themselves because the Chiefs played great. But the Ravens just yeah. self-imploded, self-destructed. I, I heard a, that, was perf- that was really well done. Mm-hmm. 
Did you hear a, I was wrong or I'm sorry? No, <laughs> I heard Nick was right. I well, heard, then Nick was right. I, it, well, but, yeah, but, you know, here. sometimes I it's was, good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? We've I've never said this. We've got life. We've got nine. Fifty-five years. Got nine. I was. You can save it. You yeah. can save it. Uh-huh. Mahomes got out to an early lead, and the Kansas City defense led the way from there. Uh, game-changing play right here. Zay Flowers balls Punch out. out. Uh, may have saved the game. So, Nick, who deserves more credit, Mahomes or the defense? Well, they're a team. Oh. Is the thing. And this is what no one would acknowledge all year. And it was one thing for all, all of the FS1 personalities who were asked on our fun TikTok video to pick the Ravens. That's fine. They were the favorites. They were the best team. They had the best resume. And we decided to do a cool thing in NFL analysis this year, which was pretend like this was the first year the NFL existed. And God forbid we trust the best coach, the best quarterback in the team with all the history. Where it was just, nope. We have to act like no games had ever been played before September of 2023, but that's fine. (laughs) But even under those auspices, it wasn't that everyone was picking on this network and other networks, the Ravens. It was was the scores. Do you know how many people I saw? 31-27, 38-24, 30-20. I... I understand not everyone has Sunday ticket. I imagine most commentators do. Are you aware of what the Chiefs' defense is? Are you? And if you weren't watching them through the regular season, did you watch them play the two of the three highest-scoring teams in football going in the AFC in the playoffs, Miami and Buffalo, going into this game and what they did to them? And I tried to tell you guys. We'll show you the second half for now the last two months if we can. What have they done? Kicked everybody's ass. On that side of the ball. And Miami was an excuse because it was cold. And Buffalo, the reason they didn't score is because they were missing linebackers. And the Ravens, I'm not sure what the answer is going to be, but I'm sure someone will make make something up. Instead, the Chiefs, who had a vision, we are going to take a few steps backward on offense to take 30 steps forward on defense. It went exactly according to plan defensively. People acted like it was make-believe. And then there's the Mahomes side of it who is simply, for this team in particular, the perfect playoff quarterback. Because, Brew, he can make those three plays we showed you, but he also, as we showed you in the previous graphic, six straight games without a turnover, all-time postseason record. What are the Chiefs when they don't turn the ball over? The answer is pretty much unbeatable. This season, they have one loss when they don't lose the turnover battle, and that turnover was a pick six in week one. So that's kind of two turnovers. Right. In the last five years... If Mahomes doesn't turn it over playoffs in regular season, they're 25 and 1. So Patrick, even though he knows, you know what? I will, in the second half of this game, sacrifice some of my numbers and throw the ball away or go down. He got sacked for the first time all postseason. Mm -hmm. So it is it is a perfect combination, which is why. And we've got to drop a banner for the defense if we could, please, because the defense, I really hope the banner comes down eventually. If not, we can, there we go. The defense makes fools of offenses and punters. <laughs> and then if we can brew, drop a banner for Patrick Mahomes, because Patrick Mahomes is quite simply the perfect playoff. Cor- oh, my goodness. What does that say, Wilds? I didn't even realize it. Practice makes perfect. Because you know why? Oh, gosh darn near they were practicing for this moment, for this gauntlet, to play Miami, Buffalo, and Baltimore. To have a perfect game plan against Buffalo and then a perfect game plan against Baltimore. How do you do that if you spend all year practicing so you can then be perfect in the biggest moments? I'm not. I don't know if I'm giving that one a category, too. It's good, though. He can say what he wants today. You you, you can gloat. You deserve to gloat. I'm not sure where you're at. I don't know if you're with them or not. Basically, right there. You can gloat. (laughs) So your answer is just both. I mean, that's why I said on the call it's a tough question because the defense was great. If I have to pick, I will say Mahomes. Again, I don't want to slight the defense at all. But Mahomes, uh, remember I said last week if he wins this game, there's going to be a mystique about him where teams are just like, I mean, he won this game without his all-pro center, without <coughs> Willie Gay at all-pro guard, without his um, Willie Gay, the linebacker, yeah, no in a year where they hadn't been good, in a year where the offense hadn't looked good, their first two series, it was like the old offense. Yep. And that's what shook the Ravens. 
And that mystique, which I thought would be there now, is was there before the game. Maybe not quite before the game for the Ravens, but once they saw those two drives, it was like you were talking about last week, Buffalo changing stuff because the threat of Mahomes. Yes. They changed their whole – I hope they changed their game plan because if you went into the game, right. like we're going to throw 40 times essentially with Lamar and not run the football, then that was a crazy game plan. So I would go with Mahomes just because his persona, who he is, what he's done – made the Ravens forget their identity. But the I, defense, nothing but I think that's a really – because you're basically saying part of the Ravens' offensive struggles was the specter of Mahomes staring across the field. Yeah. And I think that's probably right. I think that, I think that had him shaken up to a degree beforehand. All right, let's turn our attention to Lamar. 272 yards through the air, but fumbled and threw a ball into triple coverage in the fourth. Here he is after the game. I'm not frustrated at all. Um, I'm, I'm angry about, you know, losing. Uh, we're a game away from the Super Bowl. Uh, we've been waiting all this time, all these moments for an opportunity like this, and we fell short. Um, but, but I feel like our team, we're going to build. You know, this offseason we're going to get right, um, get better, grind, and try to be in this position again, but on the other side, a victory. Okay, Brew, how much of this is on Lamar? Well, interestingly enough, Lamar and I have had a similar experience this year. Oh, I, I had a great regular season in predictions. Oh. Broke the upset alert record. Oh, it did. Playoffs did. has been another story. Yeah, upset alert's been <laughs> tough. Yeah. So, um, look, the co- I, I thought Andy Reid and Steve Spagnola coached circles. And I, I think John Harbaugh is a great coach. Got nothing but respect for him and his staff. But they, they got outcoached dramatically. All right? The defense – Obviously picked it up. I think the the Chiefs' last eight or nine possessions, punts. they had All three, punts. yeah, and, and a field goal, a field goal and a bunch of punts. So the defense stepped up, and let's face it, if the Ravens had won this game, however they won it, Lamar would have got the most credit. That's the whole season for Lamar. Mm-hmm. That Lamar, his he's going to win the MVP, even though his numbers are not. MVP numbers because they won. And I'm not saying he wasn't great and didn't deserve it, but his numbers, he got all the credit essentially. That's right. And so if he gets all the credit, I have to give him the lion's share of the blame. You mentioned the two turnovers. He, he, he was bad yesterday. And here's what I want to say to Lamar in trying to be such a pocket passer and, and prove to everyone he's a pocket passer. I think he's forgotten – what he does best, or at least what one of his incredible attributes is, and that is running. Now, to me, he runs like the other quarterbacks. Sure, he's more shifty and quicker, but he runs to as a last resort mm-hmm. or just to slide. As slide as a weapon. So, like that, right? He doesn't use it the way he does. I think we have a video of his first run where this is fourth down. Yeah. He runs for twenty now. In the old days, a couple years ago, I think Lamar tries to run away from Snead. Go outside and just use your speed. I don't know that he could have run away from him, but I thought Lamar was kind of, he's looking back like, I'm not trying to break this and take it to the house. And that is a big part of Lamar. And I thought yesterday, Nick, he should have scrambled more. Yeah. He, 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 was, he was biding time looking downfield, and your defensive backs were so good. Nobody's open. So run. Yeah. And I think I, that he's got to find that happy medium between, yes, I'm a pocket passer, but I know I can run better than any quarterback in history, so let I, me use it. I also think that that play made me think he's not quite as fast as he Yeah, was I don't know that he could have run away. The, from I don't think he could now, but it feels like as a rookie, he definitely is second year. Like, and so right. it just maybe just a tiny, tiny bit not as fast. But it's a weird spot. Because I'm rooting for the Chiefs, believe it or not. I don't wave pom-poms, but, you know, I have my rooting interests. And we're playing the team with the MVP quarterback. And I was like, make just just turn this into a downfield passing game. And I going into the game, and it's not because he can't do it, but it's because the rest of it is so much scarier. And because the Chiefs, to be fair, I trust the Chiefs' corners. But for Lamar, those ghosts of playoff pass now – These two graphics I'm going to show you are going to be jarring. Every year of his career that he's made the playoffs, their season low in points, we can show it to you, came in the playoffs. Tricky. So that's 100%. Brady had happened to him five times in 20 postseasons. Peyton had happened four times in 16. Josh Allen, it's happened once in five. 
Patrick. It's happened once in six, the Super Bowl against Tampa. For Lamar, every single year. And then you have this. The Ravens never get rolled in the regular season. So that is twice in 77 games in the regular season he's never had a lead. And four out of six times in the playoffs. Mm. So that that is, and Brew, I don't know where you, I felt and we both said he needed the one awesome playoff performance mm. and that monkey's off his back. This game was so odd because his overall numbers are not terrible, but watching it, it felt like he made a bunch of big mistakes and they were stuck on seven for so long. It feels like it jumped right back on his back to a degree, and it feels like the MVP award ceremony is going to be a little – well, that whole NFL honor is going to be really weird because none of the Chiefs are invited for any award whatsoever, (laughs) but that's fine. Um, I think it's also before the Super Bowl. It's a weird spot. They're locked in. Yeah, well, they'll be locked in. You could, you know, Skype in. There's uh, no doubt. So, go ahead. Because I think people are wondering – I think he can get a Super Bowl. But a lot of people are now wondering that. Like, will this yes. guy ever win a Super Bowl? And, and like I said, to me, he's got to find that mix between being who he is. He's not Patrick Mahomes. He's never going to be Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. All right? He's going to have to do it differently. Yes, he improved as a passer, but, but you know. But, Brew, are you putting this – because earlier you were like, run more. Gus Edwards should run. Lamar's not calling all those plays. He well, might be no, making I mean, the deci- I, he's making the decision right. to scramble – but designed runs aren't there, so are you putting this on I think on he can obviously audible at the line of scrimmage. But even if he goes in at halftime or, or when they're off the field and says to the, the coaching staff, look, let's run the ball more. They respect Lamar, yep. and I think they so, will listen to him. So with all that said, because he's the quarterback, because he's the MVP, he's going to get the lion's share of credit or blame. But I, you touched on it earlier. The Zay Flowers, forget the fumble. It wasn't just the fumble. Zay Flowers, I'm watching the pregame, and he's being interviewed. Obviously, it happened a few days ago. He's being interviewed. And they ask him about touchdown dances. And he's like, yeah, I had this one that was really good, that one. And and he's asked, do you have one playing for the AFC title game? And he says yes. And that's swag surfing. That's mocking the Chiefs and Taylor Swift. That is what you're essentially doing there is mocking the wives and girlfriends of the Chiefs' best players. Really smart move. Good call. But, Brew. It, it was not then lost on me that they are. What are they doing right there, Brew? Literally. Brew, what are they doing? Don't. Brew, what are they, they doing? They're dancing. They're dancing. No. Are they here? What did LeJarius Sneed do? He punched the ball out. Oh so God. your Baltimore Ravens turned in, bro, oh, to some break dancers. The Chiefs turned the bullies into break dancers. Oh, Literal break dancers. Could you have ever seen it coming? I, I could not have. I told you. I thought they just pulled up their pants and yeah. took the rock away. No. Nope. You know, Sneed punched the ball. They were break dancers. And that is how your season ended. These fellas, Ironically. you never thought they'd be wearing this shade of purple. I didn't. I mean, this is a longer routine than typical. But I oh yeah, the fog might it's be a little fair. late. Look, yep. it's fair. They had a they had a whole prepared routine, fellas. Great job as always. Good job. Um, Thank you. See you next if week. I, if I, I hope may, to see you under better circumstances. While the next studio time. gets full of fog, I do have one other announcement to make. It's very important. We can't drop the banner yet. Wilds. Yes. I have a video for you. Oh. Uh-oh. Somebody else. Guys. This is cruel. Play the video, Somebody please. else? This is Brett Veach, general manager of the Kansas City Chiefs. Kevin Wilds, welcome back. You've officially <laughs> been reinstated to Chiefs Kingdom. Let's Kevin go. Kevin Wilds, you are welcome mirror. back in the Chiefs Kingdom. That's what I'm we'll talking see you about. Super Bowl. <laughs> Wilds, Let's go. Drop the banner. Let's go. I'm back. Wilds, you're back. Bruce still told us. I never left. I never left. I never left. I always believed. One game against the Patriots, that's it. I believed in Bailey Zappi. I never left, and I'm back. Wilds. Fellas, I'll see you at the parade. You're back, Wilds. Oh, coming up next. I don't even know what we're talking about. We're back. I did not expect that, Wilds. Oh, I'm excited. Oh, I want to hear from Paul Rudd. Welcome back to an electric show. San Francisco is headed to Las Vegas. Brock Purdy led the 49ers back from a 17-point deficit tied for the most in NFC Championship game history. Brock goes for 267 through the air, added almost 50 on the ground to seal the game. Here's Fred Warner and Trent Williams on their quarterback. What can you say about Brock Purdy and his performance tonight? Heck of a game manager. Wow. Man, is the heck out of that game, boy. <laughs> He the reason we're going to have a chance to win us a ring. 
I love him. What about Brock Purdy in this game and his resilience? He did this all year. He the main reason we right here today. Right. He the reason we're going to the Super Bowl. He the reason we're here. He did it all year. Brew, do you feel totally vindicated? <laughs> Been a rough A block. It, 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 I, I feel relieved. <laughs> and that's what I felt yesterday. Because at, at halftime, I was like, "Oh my!" So I was really gonna, I'm not even gonna get any relief. But uh, look, I, well, here's what I'll say: Why not believe in him now? And I'm not saying he's Mahomes. He's not in Mahomes' class. But let's be honest: Who is? And I'm not saying he's Josh Allen or Lamar, but they're not in Mahomes' class either. They have bad playoff games here and there, too. Purdy really hasn't. I mean, he played poorly last game against Green Bay, but came back with the game-winning drive. This guy has done all you could ask for of him. He's 4-0 in playoff games that he finishes. He broke Joe Montana and Steve, you know, the franchise that they're in, the record for passing yards. He played well against some of the top teams in the league, struggled against some, but played great against others, Dallas, Philly, Jacksonville, so on and so forth. And then yesterday in the second half, I mean, Nick, I'm interested in hearing what you say. Because here's what he did in the second half. It's never been done by any quarterback in the last 30 years in any type of game, playoff or regular season. Throw for 150, rush for 45-plus, complete 80% of your passes, average 10 yards a carry, and no turnover. And doesn't even like, include his best play, bouncing a pass on a dude's helmet for 50 yards. Well, I mean, that, no, I but hey, a little luck. Every team <laughs> needs a little bit of luck. And great play by you, by the way. Yeah. But he made, Purdy made, look at these plays. These are not game manager plays that Purdy made. So here's, this look is at awesome that. Play. Yes, that, that looks like awesome Lamar Jackson. Play. And then that throw. Great catch, too, by Yuschek. And here you go. Look at this. So, well, this is scrambling. Was yeah. His scrambling, so, he doesn't know how to slide yet, clearly. <laughs> but his scrambling was great. And watch this thing. This is Mahomesian. No, that, that's a Mahomes-type uh, play. Uh, I mean, seriously. I'm not saying he's yeah. Mahomes, but that was okay. you scramble a little. and that, that was okay. a great play. Uh, so okay. those are three great plays. So, so all is, I'm saying all right, that, is why not I believe don't, I don't know. The last one I don't know if I – yeah, that last one I don't Just like the first play. Really? I don't. No, no, but I want to give him credit for a second. So I don't want to parse that. Okay, because um, I really like the scrambling, and that is an yes. element of his game that I did not think he had at this. And people be like, "Oh, you weren't watching." This was the best scrambling game he's ever Absolutely. had. And the and so I like that. I was. You people have been asked, "What is it going to take?" I thought yesterday was so much more important and impressive than the perfect passer rating against Tampa. That perfect oh, passer yeah. rating game didn't move me really at all. Because I, I've seen quarterbacks that I know are bad do something like yeah. that under those circumstances. Now, that game, do I think he played well start to finish? Absolutely not. Do I think that he was one of the major reasons they were down as big as they were? I do. And that pick early was bad. And it was that the overthrow was so bad that it became good on the pass off the guy's helmet, right, off the right. door's helmet. With all that said, that to me was a step, massive step in the right direction. Does it change the fact that I think he's their weakest link? It doesn't. But am I going to act like that was not a lot of what I wanted to see, where he plays poorly or they just are in a rough spot? And he didn't seem to lose confidence. Mm -mm. I think think that the getting away with that pass that ended up caught for 50 yards – from that moment forward, there weren't mistakes. There were a bunch before. There weren't mistakes. And, Coach, I think the scrambling element for a team that, while I'm not as down on the offensive line as I think Brew is, that is one of their weaker spots, that's an important element. And so I will, I will give him credit as much as I can, given the fact of what he did over the it's entirety of the game. I, I, I nice. thought it was the last two weeks are the things that I've been looking for. So I, I wanted to see whether or not he could bring the team back. And we saw that, that he hadn't been able to up to that point. So he does it against Green Bay. And then he does it massively yep. here against Detroit. And you couple that with Shanahan's record being down by seven, which was four and 42 going into the Green Bay game. So they've done something that they've had real problems with, and I give them a ton of credit for that. And, and there were a, a significant amount of really impressive plays. The reason I didn't love that last play you showed is because he got away with it. But typically when you make throws like that where you're throwing across your body into traffic, that's going to hurt you more than, than it helps you. 
but he was poised, he was confident, and as poorly as he played in the second half, he made a ton of plays to, to bring him back. In the first half. In the first, first, in the, in the first right. half, he, he made so many positive plays under absolute pressure, yep. and he showed a lot of poise. So and he, it was the greatest got to give him credit in for NFC that. title game history. The answer is yes. Where you've indicated, the answer is Without a doubt, yes. Well, I don't even want to do he's, this. He's, he's been fighting really. some opponents now. Now he's got to fight the champ. So it's a little oh. different. Oh, oh. A little there we different. go, coach. No, I, I look. There we I'm, I'm going to be grinding all 22 yeah. these next two weeks before I make my pick. Oh, yeah. Coach Brew, I'm just letting you know right now. It sound like Coach uh, Chiefs Kingdom is at capacity. We have one spot left open. That's it. That's it. I am a Midwesterner. Think about that, Chiefs King. Dan Campbell and the Lions, aggressive all year. It's one of the reasons why they were in the NFC Championship. But was he too aggressive this game, up 24-10 before half? Long field goal? Nah. With a chance to tie it later on, went for it again on fourth and three. Neither worked. Here's Campbell afterwards. It's easy hindsight, and I get it, you know. Um, I get that. But I don't regret those decisions, and that's hard. You know, it's hard because, you know, they didn't, we didn't come through. It wasn't able to, to work out, but I just, I don't, I don't. And I understand the scrutiny I'll get. That's part of the gig, man. Pretty good. Uh, did Dan Cable's aggressiveness lose this game? No. Um, and I, but there, he did make one grievous error, and it was not the fourth down calls. So, listen, I don't, the, the one fourth down call that I disagreed with the most was when they were up 14. I would have kicked there personally because I think there is a massive psychological impact on San Francisco if you're down three scores. High scoring game, I feel like uh, two scores, you always feel alive. Low scoring game, I feel like one score, you always feel alive. So like in the Chiefs game, I felt like being up 10 was huge. In that game, being up 17 would have felt huge. I know they have a shaky kicker. That one I would have gone for, but that's a judgment call. He can make it. We don't know if he would have made it. The, the, The thing that was indefensible, Coach, was running the ball down 10 right here when you have three timeouts and burning one. In the modern NFL, I shouldn't say modern, in the new onside kick NFL, if you get in an onside kick game, you lose. Right. You are better off being down seven with all three of your timeouts right. and a minute left yep. than you are what they did. That lost them the game. The game is over. The moment you run that play and then call timeout, the game's over. I don't care what You're you do. That is not a judgment call. That is not, I'm going with my team, what got us here. Take. So that, to me, if they had just kicked the field goal on first down, they're fine. You kick off, you get a stop, you have a chance. So that, to me, was the massive mistake. The fourth downs are more controversial, but I at least understand the logic behind it. There was no logic behind running it, burning a timeout, now you're in an onside kick game and game's over. It's a good take. Yeah, the onside kicks where, where it's a, everybody knows you have to onside kick, the percentage of getting that is so small, and to not have the three timeouts, you're, you're just conceding the game at that conceding point. Conceding the game. So, so I, I agree with you. In terms of the fourth down, I also agree that being up 17 at that point, so it would have been 17 with essentially 22 minutes left in the game. Yep. They scored, you scored, and now you've, you've exchanged blows. So it's, it's not a big momentum killer, but then to, to get stopped on fourth down after they had the field goal, that's where you start, for, especially for an immature team, that you start feeling like, oh, no, here we go. I don't know if we can win this. But in fairness to Dan, it is all in retrospect. And let's bring up Dan's uh, success here. So here, here's what he's done in plus territory. He's had 20 attempts throughout the course of the regular season and postseason, and he's converted on 17 of them. So he's got an 85% conversion rate, and, and that's what he was going with, and that's what he said he's going to go with, and he, and he stuck to it, and they've been very successful. So it didn't work, and we're a little bit prisoner of the moment because it didn't work, so now we're thinking, okay, he should have done the other thing, right. but, the, but he's been great at it all year long. I don't think his calls, and I agree with you guys on those calls, I, I think he should have tried to go up three scores and obviously not run the ball there at the goal line, but... I don't think it cost his mistakes cost them the game. I think San Francisco is the better team, and they got out slowly, and then they they were rolling by that time. So I think they would have won anyway. But I also I disagree with you here, Nick. The fourth and three, and I get it. They like you said, you showed that graphic, coach. Seven and a half minutes left. 
I, I feel like you should go for the tie. Tie the game up, and now we got a fresh game. There's a lot of time left, seven and a half minutes. So we got a fresh game. I think it gives you the momentum. And so I think he should have kicked that field goal. I, they would have got the ball back. Now, I know San Francisco was rolling, and they scored right away anyway. But I think that I, I would have I might gone agree for that with you if I trusted that kicker. There we go. He wasn't the kicker all year. He had missed yep. some extra points recently. Like, right. people are forgetting that Badgley is, you know, about 70% to make that to begin with. So okay. I think that's. That's where I feel a little different. Right. You got Harrison Butker. Kick it oh, wherever great. you want. Automatic. <laughs> Fourth quarter. Speaking about do something about the defense on your hand, Millette. Are yelling at people before the game. How'd that work out for Third you? And nine. We're getting we're getting living rooms, Nick Wright, right now. Uh, 32 <laughs> yards MBS. Here's Mahomes afterwards. Obviously we're very concerned with what Travis was doing and um, I looked at, I think it was Rasheed first, and the safety cut him, and it, it gave MVS the free lane, and I just put it up and let him make a play. And in those situations, you put it up, you don't want to overthrow it, so you just put it up there one-on-one, let a guy make a play, and um, he did that. He made a great catch um, and still the deal. All right, what does this say about Mahomes? I mean, it couldn't have been more perfect. The guy everyone wanted cut. I, I Some even, people wanted Tony cut. I, the, no, but he, they, they wanted well, he him cut, they the wanted game, him right. benched, and I even, there was the play – when he, Mahomes threw it like a tiny bit behind him and uh, six weeks ago, and MVS showed up Mahomes on the field, mm-hmm. and I was livid. And they stuck with him. And we were talking about, do they, should they be yelling at him more? Should they be doing this? Did the, all of it. The Chiefs, maybe by luck, maybe because they saw something, knew this. We can show you the graphic, Brew. MVS shows up in the playoffs all year, 16 games, one touchdown, 315 yards. The last two years in the playoffs, 230 yards, two touchdowns, Good. and the the go-ahead touchdown in last year's AFC title game, Brew, and the mm-hmm. clinching play here and made two big plays last week. Like, they stuck with the guy. Mahomes kept showing faith, and he comes through in a huge spot. I, I bet you that is what they were looking at in the playoffs. You know, um, obviously he's a deep threat. Yeah, I mean, look, Mahomes trusted his receivers, and they have, for all their drops in the regular season, they have three in the playoffs. Two by Kelsey, who you know you're not worried about him dropping the ball. Mm-hmm. And then one by Richie James. That's it. So, MVS, Hardman, like yeah. these guys, you know, have stepped up. Rice has so zero drops Rice, after yeah. leading the team. I'm gonna give it's, it's a cost reminder from a coaching perspective is you never underestimate great players in big moments. And and there's this has been consistent big moments throughout the course of the playoffs. And when we talked earlier about the Chiefs getting into the playoffs and what Patrick Mahomes could do there. I know Nick talks about this all the time, but I didn't realize these stats in terms of what Patrick Mahomes has done the regular season versus the playoffs. Let's talk about I, I, got, I got a little taken aback how much better it was as the moments continue to right. get better for Patrick Mahomes. And it's category after category. And the other thing I love about it is it's very Brady-esque in the sense that it's egoless football. And if you're open, he's going to give you an opportunity to make a play. Brady-esque, except he was awesome from day one and not one touchdown the oh, first Super Bowl. Really? Oh. I mean, it's just true. I mean, it's just true. I mean, you, you say all the time, Coach, how would you guys win your first Super Bowl? How many offense touchdowns did you score that whole run? I can't remember. Exactly, exactly right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly right. Exactly right. Yeah, Talk to Lamar next, first things first. Oh, my gosh. When you get Coach Mangini on your side. Oh, my. The- Tomorrow is the iciest segment in all of sports. Wonder who'll be on no. top. <laughs> well, Spoiler alert. Too left. Yeah. <laughs> it goes Mahomes Purdy. <laughs> we're going to make some adjustments. We're going to make some adjustments. Time now for afternoon headlines sponsored by Bear Aspirin, the official sponsor of fans' hearts. Ravens headed home. MVP and the Ravens' dominant offense mustered 10 points. Rushed the ball 16 total times, had three turnovers, and almost 100 penalty yards. Not great. Here's Lamar. I'm not frustrated at all. Um, I'm, I'm angry about, you know, losing. Uh, we're a game away from the Super Bowl. Uh, we've been waiting all this time, all these moments for an opportunity like this, and we fell short. Um, but, but I feel like our team, we're going we're to build. You know, this offseason is going get, to get right, um, get better, grind, and try to be in this position again, but on the other side of victory. Okay. Brew, who's the most to blame for the Ravens' loss? Well, look, I'm a believer. Lamar's gotten the lion's share of the credit. Even though Munkin did a good job and Harbaugh and the defense was all awesome, Lamar got most of the credit. So he should get most of the blame, particularly when he doesn't play well. But I think, and again, I don't want this to come off like I'm saying the Ravens lost the game rather than the Chiefs winning. No, it's Because at this point, you have to figure 
Mahomes was going to do something to win the game no matter what happened. But that game was there. Yeah. Like, they had so many chances, and their boneheaded mistakes, the five 15-yard penalties, roughing the passers all over the place, that helped Kansas City get in field goal position to go up with 17 points. And then Zay Flowers with the taunting. That is just – that's the thing that upsets me the most because I think they would have scored there. Now it's a different game. You're down three in the early in the fourth quarter. But the coaches, Coach – they never adjusted to Baltimore's blitzing. I mean, Kansas City's blitzing. Yep. Uh, they abandoned the run game. Like, if that was their game plan going in or if they panicked when, when Kansas City scored on the first two drives, whatever the case, I thought the coaching, the game plan was became horrible and for most of the game. So, I, I, I put a lot of it on the coaches and the boneheaded mistakes by the players. Yeah, I, I saw this as being an issue of ego. And, and mm. when they got five – personal foul penalties, and those are whether or not you can control your emotions. And you feel good for a second. You get the taunting penalty. Or whatever. You feel good for a second, but it hurt your team. So that's, that's related to ego. And then you've got the, okay, Lamar is going to have to be a big passer in this game, going to be the elite passer in this game. And you throw the ball, what was it, 37 times? 37 times, times yeah. So the last time they threw it 38 times against Pittsburgh, they lost 17 to 10. So mm-hmm. now you're going to throw the ball that many times and run the ball 16 times during the course of the season, you led the NFL in rushing with 32 attempts. At this, in this game, you're averaging 5.1 yep. yards a carry. Yep. So, so that's ego. We're, we're going to show the world that we can throw the ball to, to win the game. And then you've got Travis Kelsey. You've got the arguably one, one of the greatest tight ends that's ever played. And, and you could argue that he's you mm-hmm. know in, in that top, that top yeah. spot. Yeah. And he's breaking Jerry Rice's record. Right. And you're going to allow him to get 11 catches. Well, I, I get it. You've got a really good young safety. Why not double team? They've got one star on this team. Why not double team? So, again, that's ego. Is uh, We're going to do what we do, and we're going to act the way we act, and we're going to intimidate you, and we're going to show you that we can we, – okay, do all those things, and then get on the podium and talk about next year. Can I, can I sell you on a theory? Sure. This is from New York Post, Dunleavy, New York Post. For a team used to leading, the Ravens trailed for only – basically 10% of the time in their first 17 meaningful games. Do you buy too that, good. that they were too good for their own good? And they fell behind and started to basically they freak did. out. Panic. So, yeah, I, yeah I, I think that being that dominant in the regular season, if you haven't won a championship as a group before, can bite you in the playoffs unless you are so dominant you're never going to play a close game. And so, like, the, I think that – if you don't haven't gone through the fire and you've just been crushing people, mm-hmm. I know it's not the same. It's not fair, but there's almost it almost reminds you like even some of the great great Gonzaga teams. You know what sure. I mean? That they were just crushing people. I know it's different. It's the NFL, and they were right. beating the best teams. Right. But I, it's one of the reasons I like the Chiefs in this spot was I felt like this is going to be a three three six point game, and I trust the Chiefs to execute. Yes. On now on the question of who's at fault, we do have to be fair in the media. We're going to do a playoff blind reveal. And one of the guys is Lamar. Do we agree that the guy on the right has, I mean, better numbers? Yeah. Show it. So that guy is known as a regular season only phenom. That guy is known as someone you can't trust. And then you try to square. Now, Lamar's regular season accomplishments outstrip that guy's. But that guy has been better in the playoffs. Not a lot, but better. Then we can show you this if we can quickly, Hubs. Every time they've been in the playoffs, Coach, they've scored their season low in the playoffs with Lamar. And then you add to the fact that this team never gets rolled start to finish. It happens once every 37 games, 38 games in the right. Once every two and a half years it happens to them, except for the playoffs it happens every year. That's all those things lead you, lead you to believe that something's wrong here. Yeah. And it'd be one thing, in my opinion, if this was just, man... People are talking about this game today as if it was the Patrick Mahomes master class. And I think Mahomes was awesome and made no mistakes. The Chiefs scored 17 points. Yep. Right. The Chiefs' defense, I think, is underrated. But they were playing the league's MVP at quarterback. They, this was not 38-35 Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. This was 17-10. And Baltimore's offense, which was dominant all year, the MVP at quarterback, could do nothing. They had one touchdown was on a broken play. Yep. Their second best play was a damn pass to himself. <laughs> <laughs>
hates him. You'll want him to cut him. You don't believe in him? Patrick Mahomes. Fuck Super Bowl again. MBS. Straight down the field. On your head, Baltimore. Live from New York. You're unhinged. The show that honestly is not going over to your house to watch Chiefs games. That does not look like an inviting Oh, it's a atmosphere. stressful atmosphere, yeah. man. I got to tell you. It's the second oh. hour of first things But first. it is glorious. Today, Kelsey breaks Jerry Rice's record. The one move that unlocked prime Kelsey. Meanwhile, oh, he puts the relevant in Mr. Irrelevant. Brock Purdy leads another comeback victory. But right now, we're talking about the Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City are headed back to the Super Bowl for the fourth time in five years. Mahomes starts the game with back-to-back touchdowns and then puts it on cruise control. Completed 77% of his passes, ate up 37 minutes a clock against the league's best defense. Here he is after the game. You don't take it for granted either. Um, you never know how many you're going to get to um, if you're, or if you're going to get to any. Um, and so it truly is special. Um, just to do it with these guys after what we've been through all season long, guys coming together, um, it really is special. But uh, I, I told them, I mean, the job's not done. I mean, our job now is to prepare ourselves to play a good football team in the Super Bowl and try to get that ring. Okay. What did the Chiefs prove yesterday? <clears throat> that the Chiefs team that all year long was called the most vulnerable of the Mahomes era is the most dangerous and versatile of the Mahomes era. Mm. The Chiefs mm. team that all year long people talked about what was wrong with the offense while we were all focusing on that and the Chiefs foolishly thought, well, we have the greatest offensive mind ever at head coach and the most talented player ever at quarterback. I bet they'll figure it out. What they weren't paying attention to was the Chiefs built the league's best defense because that's who they were. They were. they were the league's best defense, second youngest and best. And because of that, plus who their quarterback is, They have a recipe for winning playoff games, the likes of which we have not seen since, I hate to say it, but the Brady-Belichick Patriots, which is, can we trust you, Patrick, not to turn the ball over? Can we? Then we win. Here's Mahomes this season, the team this season, as long as they don't lose the turnover battle. They're 9-1. The one loss was game one, and the turnover was a pick six. Five years, 26 games he hasn't turned the ball over, including the playoffs. They've lost one of those games. So they have that going for them. And then you add to it the fact that while every other team will, while the media might act like the mystique is gone, none of their opponents do. Yeah. Buffalo preemptively panicked. Mm -hmm. Buffalo was panicked on their first drive. First drive of the game, Josh Allen is throwing cross-field illegal laterals. His average possession matters. Baltimore Brew was down Ten points. They, with they plenty of time, the defense slowed the Chiefs down, and they panicked. They got away from who they were. So what they, pro- what they proved is they're the most dangerous team in the league, bar none. And, and of course, me right. Those are the two <laughs> things. They did all that and proved me right. I think they proved they had the heart of a champion and the character of a champion. I mean, not that we didn't see that before, but that was evident in the way they didn't lose their composure before the game, during the game, and Baltimore completely imploded and fell apart. They also proved, and this is along the lines of the best defense, I think they proved that in, in addition to having the best quarterback, because this is a heck of a combination, they're the toughest team. They're the toughest because Baltimore did this to everybody. Baltimore was pushing everybody around, mm-hmm. including the two NFC titleists, yeah. right? They pushed them, both of those teams around, and in the first – Two possessions, they got pushed around. And then they couldn't – look, the run game, they had some nice runs. There were some runs where they got stuffed. So maybe that was part of the discouragement too. I think they still should have stuck with it. But Kansas City proved to be tough as well as, you know, uh, having the greatest quarterback. But also, they also – and this goes along the lines of you, the practice in the regular season. Mm -hmm. It's like LeBron when he was in Cleveland the second go-round. They never had. They never won 60 games. In fact, they won 57 once, and then it was like 53, yeah. 50, 51. They were just getting ready for the playoffs, and that's what. That's the only way I can look at what the Chiefs did because I mean they've gone through three really good teams and not, you know beat them all pretty handily. Although I've been. Uh, 
re-communicated. What have I been? You've been welcome back into Chiefs Kingdom, but I would tread lightly, buddy. I, I, I don't know what you're about to do. You just got invited back into the party. I wouldn't start doing keg stands. I, 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 but go I, I'm ahead. Just gonna, I'm just going to present some facts to Coach for his okay. takes. That's it. <laughs> This this is the second this is the second half. These are just facts. These aren't my opinions. You are treading lightly, aren't you? Second half, punt, punt, mm. punt, mm. punt, mm. punt. Wow. Pass to MVS. End of game. And according to Josh, last twenty years, only five teams have won a playoff game without being with being shut out in the second half. Wow. That's just a fact. That's my job. Seems like a and dominant nobody's, performance. Nobody's won in. In 20 years, only scoring 17 points. Okay, is that is that something? Yeah, I, I, Oregon Mahomes look, just be like, I know, I know this, is, this is the Kansas City love fest, but as, a, as <laughs> we, we go Super through Bowl. the playoffs here, it's Monday after we got the asterisks with the Bills because they were playing the replacement team. You know, everybody. <laughs> the Chiefs had more starters out for injury yesterday, and the Bills had in that and game. Then, nobody oh, gave oh, a. And then you play this Baltimore team that for some reason goes away from the run. Because we for, bullied them. We, we, which is inexplainable. And they made a fantastic play on the goal line. And, and that, yeah. to me, yeah. is the difference in the game. I really? think if Baltimore scored there, we would have seen a it's dramatic I could never imagine dramatic. a guy winning a playoff I, game when you fumble at the one. When, oh, wait, the Chiefs did last when, week. <laughs> when, you, when, you, when you look at, at what they've done, they have found a lot of different ways to win. And, and, and I respect their maturity. I respect their approach. I respect the fact that they're willing to run the ball. 32 times yeah. with a two-point, whatever, 2.8-yard right. average right. where Baltimore goes away with, from it with you know a 5.1-yard average. I, I do think this scoring in the second half is an issue, and it was an issue throughout the season. There are three games where they didn't score in the second half. Yeah. They were 29th in the NFL in second-half points, and now we're seeing a 49ers team that's been very good in the second half. You know what? So, 27 of those 29 teams that were ahead of them have in common, their season's over. Like, that, Coach, can I ask you this? Can we show the second half – defensive stats because anybody that is that is refusing to acknowledge the correlation between the Chiefs slowing down in the second half and this I think is being disingenuous. The Chiefs do not have the talent at the receiver position where guys are running wide open against good defenses. So in order to consistently move the ball down the field, you have to throw into tight windows. You have to trust the receivers not to pop pop the ball up in the air. At as soon as the Chiefs have the game in hand, they shut it all down. They shut it down, and what you saw, the Ravens well, when never scored twice in the or three times in the second half during the regular season. They lost two out of those three. I, they games. Were, yeah. So maybe they were they were they were honing that approach. No, in the regular season, guys. Down. What <laughs> more do the Chiefs need to do to show you the regular season does know, not it's, it's a matter. fair point. No, it's no, no, no. It's, it's not. Hold up. It is not a fair point. It is not, here's the thing. Why if, is it, it not a fair point? Because, because if during that stretch of time, someone had said, all right, Nick, all right, guys, here's the situation. Here's where the Chiefs are. They're not getting any, they're not getting any new players. All, it's going to be this roster. The playoff road is going to be home for Miami, in Buffalo, in Baltimore. According to DVOA, they actually have, if they win this title, it will be the hardest group of opponents in NFL history, those four teams. Okay? That's the that's I'm just, <laughs> Coach, all right, let me, all right, let's phrase it a different way for a moment. We who were the check those stats. aside from Kansas City? Who were the best teams in the AFC this year? Were they Baltimore, Buffalo, and Miami? By any metric, of course, yes. That's the road, and the Chiefs are going to stop turning the ball over, shut everyone down defensively, and Mahomes is going to play perfect. Are we then going to? If I were to say, guys, I think that's going to happen. You guys would say, Nick. You're being crazy optimistic. Nick, you're waving pom-poms. Nick, there's no evidence of it. It just happened. That is the life we just saw, and now I'm trying to be told what's wrong with them. They're in the Super Bowl. They're in the Super Bowl. It's just, he's just saying there's a lot of punts. There's a lot of punts. <laughs> so, so you think that they're going to the, the, the meeting today or the next day and saying, hey, great job offensively in the second half. No, we I really knocked it out of the park, guys. Nothing to work on here. No, what I think is, and I think it is painfully obvious, that the Chiefs sacrificed potential statistics in order to make sure they got the win, wait, which wait, is the so whole point. So they sacrificed point. that statistic of scoring? What? They yeah, said, yeah, they're coach, like, hey, we're not going to score. Coach, if, if Baltimore, just, not, if you're up two scores the whole game, game you can't, here's the thing. That's they, the adjustment no, the adjust, no scoring. The, no, the adjustment is this. <laughs> The adjustment is, 
if they never, if, if it is never a one score game, we're playing the clock. They had the ball once. In the second half, up only one score. How that? What they do on that one, Wilds? You mentioned it. It was the end of the game. Oh, the MBS play. So the moment they needed to have a chunk play, they got it right back. Beginning of the game, they needed it. Then after the game, they needed it. I mean, we all see what happened. You see why you get angry, Wilds? Well, I I know, but you see why? But you get angry. (laughs) The fair point, coaches make it. Vintage Kelsey performance: 11 targets, 11 catches, 116, and a touchdown. Breaks Jerry Rice's all-time playoff reception record. This all on the heels of a two-touchdown game in Baltimore. Here's Kelsey this season, regular season to playoffs. Brew, are you surprised Kelsey has been this dominant in the playoffs? I'm surprised because he did not. I mean, regular season, you see his yards per catch were career low. First time in like eight years, doesn't have 1,000 yards. And Kyle Hamilton. He almost had, I mean. Well, yeah, okay, but yeah. still, he still would have sure. had a, a sure. lower okay. yards in the last eight or nine years. Um, Kyle Hamilton's all-pro safety was was on him. Mm-hmm. That touchdown catch, I believe it was Hamilton yeah. that was on him, and he just, you know, had his way with him. Um, I, Coach, I think Kelsey, if there was any doubt, I think he proved yesterday he's the greatest tight end ever. Because Gronk, as, as great as Gronk was, he was injured a lot. And oh. so I think something like that, but also just Kelsey's numbers and accomplishments, I'd have to say he's the best tight end ever. Yeah, what, what amazes me is they've got one star. They've got one star. He's the star. Like, double team, and I get it that Kyle Hamilton's done a great job and he's an all-pro, but you've got an all-time player right. here. Double team him. Take him away. Let Rice beat you on the shallow crosses and the wide receiver screens. Take him away. Yeah, it, yeah. And, look, his performance was outstanding, and, and it's gotten – it gets more and more impressive each week, so I don't want to take anything away from that. But I think defensively, they've got one star. Let's well, let's eliminate him. If it were, I don't mean to be a smartass, but if it were that easy, someone would have done it. Yeah. He's played. We can show you the numbers. He played 17 career playoff games with Patrick Mahomes. That's a season in the playoffs. 133 catches, 1500 yards, 18 touchdowns. Can't stop That's him. Travis Kelsey in the playoffs, which is why Dusty the board. Oh, which the board is stuff. why Justin Tucker. Got added to the board Love this it. weekend. Love added it. and eliminated same day. And we have some oh. other eliminations we need to do. So let me try to quickly do this. Chris Broussard, Gone. you have been added Sorry, and eliminated. Sorry about that. Got, you I see, I hate to I do it. Weird. These are teammates. This is the FS1 logo. Everybody. I watch that TikTok. Everybody. <laughs> all of you. Especially Coward and J-Mac, who picked him to lose by a combined 41 points. Talk to you about that tomorrow on the Herd 205. <laughs> or 105, sorry about that. Oh, Justin Tucker, yeah, eliminated. Won. And then, wait, there's one other bonus elimination. Remember that eagle who was doing all that jawing, yeah. even though he didn't play for the Eagles anymore, and then went to the Lions, and yesterday started Still waving talking. goodbye to the crowd? Chauncey Gardner-Johnson wow. said the DL would smash the oil. Hey, Chauncey, hope you're watching that film in your summer that started this weekend. You're eliminated. <laughs> that leaves the only thing left on the board is the NFL Honors, which is held three days before the Super Bowl, and no Chiefs invited. Not Spags for assistant coach of the year, not Andy for coach of the year, not offensive player, not MVP. We're coming for you, too. And then Adam and Abja. Yeah, it's on the board. Good news, Nick. Remember how you wanted to see Brock Purdy lead a comeback? Well, he did it last two weeks. <laughs> 267 yards through the air, including a bounce pass off uh, Vildor's helmet. Here's Fred Warner and Trent Williams after the game. What can you say about Brock Purdy and his performance tonight? Heck of a game manager. Wow. Manage the heck out of that game, boy. <laughs> he the reason we're going to have a chance to win us a ring. I love him. What about Brock Purdy in this game and his resilience? He did this all year. He the main reason we right here today. Right. He the reason we're going to the Super Bowl. He the reason we're here. He did it all year. Okay. What's up? What's the question? Well, Fred Warner, Trent Williams. Oh, I mean, so it, was, it was a little, a little dot protest too much, but that's fine. <laughs> I mean, a little of the – I mean, the, right after you still – you just get the championship hat and be like, quarterback's amazing. Like, that, so, but just, but that's <laughs> well, fine. It's a time to admit Brock is a franchise quarterback. It's no, I don't Super Bowl. I, here's the thing. I don't think Brew would either. No, I would. Franchise for, for, quarterback. He's franchise their franchise quarterback. Now, I don't mean star. Is, are you saying franchise quarterback means star? I, I, or means we got our guy. We're not looking for a year. Like 15? 
Fifty million. Yeah, like you I mean, pay all no, the franchise quarterbacks. I'm not. I'm look. Coach and I, right, despite him. the fact that I yelled at Coach last segment. Sorry, Coach. A little wire. <laughs> no, I mean, look. And New England did help. Held. Uh, Travis Kelsey to six receptions. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. I just went back and checked during the break. Um, good job. Good <laughs> job. Um, but uh, l- listen, the scrambling is nice. an important weapon. The fact that he, in back-to-back playoff games, has rebounded from throwing some of the worst passes you'll see in an NFL game <laughs> to keep his composure and confidence and lead comebacks. Yeah is important because he's not going to stop throwing those terrible passes. He might. And so his ability that he's not going to crumble when it happens Mm -hmm. is noteworthy. And I am more impressed by this than some of the perfect or near-perfect games he had in the regular season. I Do I think that there is a very real chance that he suffers the exact, even though he's better, the exact same fate as Jimmy Garoppolo, which is getting the team to the Super Bowl, Losing to the Chiefs, and within two years, Kyle Shanahan's like, eh, we can do better. Yeah, but, I do. See, here's where I would disagree. Garoppolo, when they went to the, play, the Super Bowl to play the Chiefs, they weren't throwing the ball in the playoffs. They Remember the one game, eight Six passes, yep. 19 passes in another game? They are throwing the football with him, so they believe in him. And, yeah, I mean, look, he made the Pro Bowl over Jalen Hurts, over Jared Goff. I thought he outplayed Goff yesterday. So, I I think – now, I'm not saying I want to make him the highest-paid quarterback in the league, but I think for them, this is their guy. And I think we talk about Purdy like he's 29 years old and in his eighth season. He's in his second year. The scrambling you mentioned, we haven't really seen that. Mm -hmm. That's a sign – to me, I think he's going to continue to get better. I'm not saying sky's the limit, but this is not the best Brock Purdy we're going to see. And going through these games is actually going to make him better. It's giving him some metal and making him steely. Look, a lot of people, Coach, won't give him credit unless he wins the Super Bowl. But if they lose to the Chiefs, there's no shame in that. You know what I mean? As long as he plays fairly well. so. And, and I do think that what you say is true. You, we, we do lose track of how young he is and the fact that he's been thrust into this position and where he was drafted and the expectations that came with yep. this team and that he was able to run out a guy who was drafted, what, third, third. overall. And, and, and now he's shown in back-to-back games his ability to not play very well but recover from that and find a way to lead the team to, to victory, which is – which is hard to do and which is a really good indication of, of, his, of his trajectory. So with time, with experience, he should continue to improve. Now, will he ever be the guy that can elevate everybody around him, which is what you look for in a franchise quarterback? I don't know, but I can tell you Tom Brady very early on was not very good, and he became the Tom Brady we now know. And, and what I do think should, is fair to the conversation is they're not – even allowed to pay him for another year. So like and so what what he has certainly shown is dollar for dollar he provides real value because of the contract. Incredible value. And yeah, I mean he makes less than a million bucks. I and so you ask me is he the best dollar for dollar player in the league? And so Mahomes makes 50, he makes one. So do I think he's 2% as good as Mahomes? No, but it's close <laughs> close. And so he's right, he's like right in line for that. Um but they're they're there were real elements of, like what you were saying, Wilds, about the Ravens. The Ravens were so good throughout the regular season. They didn't have a lot of close games, mm-hmm. didn't have a lot of adversity, and then they faced and didn't, and didn't come through. In a weird way, if I'm a Niner fan, this is maybe the best way I could have gotten to the Super Bowl. Oh, that's a good In thing. that, he, you know what I mean? No, he, right. They in either the, were wondering. Right. If in the Super Bowl he starts off shaky – it's not going to be his first time dealing with it, yeah. and they would have come back, so I give him credit for that. Chiefs probably by 17, but incredible. You know what? That was as close as we got to a that Brock Purdy. Listen, dream. man, I'm, I'm the mayor of Barrow. <laughs> He's moving toward Purdy. Oh, our podcast is humming, and our YouTube is rolling, and Mr. B saw your latest video. Honestly, bro, we do need to set up. Bought a house and filled it with fireworks, and then he was going to run a train into a giant pit. We're here trying to give takes. <laughs> it is tough. Medals time. Wolves first. Four minutes left in the first. Uh, McDaniel's miss. Here comes Anthony that Edwards. It's a great dunk. Uh, not enough because he lost to the Spurs. Yeah. I'm surprised we didn't the Sham guy. Uh, what, I, I didn't put the Sham guy. Wilds, like one it. last time. Yeah. 
I know I you hate it. It's okay. It's a little bit of a bronze medal left turn. Oh, Holmes to Kelsey. I told you he needed three plays. How about you start the game? Right on your head, Kyle Hamilton. Second play, silver medal. I, this, I think, is the best play of the playoffs so far. Third and five, number one defense, tie game. Mahomes running around, gets submarined. The greatest side never comes through. It's a great and match. then the gold medal, icing the game with a player that everyone wanted put on ice, but not Patrick because he trusts all 53 of you. <laughs> there it is. There's the podium from Patrick. Oh, what is happening wow. on the podium? Some Ooh. mayhem up wow. there. That looks great. <laughs> There's the wow. podium. Okay. Uh, super first things first bowl coming up in two weeks. Uh, Brew's unwavering belief in really? Brock Purdy versus Brew was the first person to say Mahomes was Jordan-esque. Also, Nick <laughs> yes, and I have already picked the Chiefs. <laughs> Not officially, but it, come on. Um, San Francisco already favored Brew. When are you going to make your official pick? I'm studying. Yeah. Um, look. Honestly, kind of tired of picking against Mahomes. Oh, you know, I mean, still I got to be all honest. 22. I'm got to grind all 22. The all 22 room but for two weeks I, straight. Look, <sighs> you don't need to do it today. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm, I'm going to really study but this. You're about to. Uh, no, I'm not. I'm just saying how the, I think the Niners. Bro. I think these two weeks have been good for them. Um, it's going to be a good game. And last time the Chiefs beat the Niners, they didn't have this offense. No. Here's the uh, but the Chiefs got a better defense. Yeah, I, I here's have to the say thing, that. guys. We'll see. But I understand football is about more than quarterbacks. I get it. But the Chiefs just played the big bullies with the number one defense who beat up everybody, mm -hmm. and the Chiefs bullied them. Um, no matter what you think of Brock Purdy, going from Tua in negative 30 degrees to Josh Allen in his building to Lamar in his building to – Brock Purdy in kind of the Chiefs, you know, summer home. That stadium in Vegas <laughs> yeah, where, they, where they tend not to lose and, you know, they're going to play a playoff game in the Raiders stadium before the Raiders do. It's, it's not a good I'm spot not for San Francisco. Oh, I don't know. I, I, I really don't know. Spot. I'm going to watch tomorrow right at now. 3 o'clock. <laughs>